you know, the, the thing about Christmas is every time it comes around, I'm always wishing I had a better voice. <laughs> For carols? or Yeah, just like, what a flex. Yeah. Like, could you imagine just around the piano with your friends and family just hacking out a song and just singing like just like a Sinatra type soothing voice? The crooners have a chokehold on the Christmas song industry, which is, by the way, Sinatra. Chokehold. Yeah. Chokehold. Like, yeah. And by the way, when when I choose a good Christmas playlist, the other day I tried to go R&B. Cut it off after four four tries, four songs. I was just like, "This is this, this is just not working, guys." Like all yeah. these arrangements are just way too much. I find myself constantly going to Spotify Christmas jazz playlist. Mm. Spotify is so good; they have like Christmas, like everything. Yeah, everything. But even within the jazz category, there's like four options. My go-to Christmas album on repeat: Kenny G's Christmas album. Oh, Greatest fantastic! Hits. You know he's you know. You got Buble, you got Mariah, you got Sinatra. These are just, you got some real good music selection going on for a good three to four weeks. I don't got to think about much. Nope. I don't got to think about much, but I'm just wishing. Because, you know, like I would like to just on a Sunday, if I got a microphone, just, you know, just break into Christmas time is here, you know, <laughs> or I always love a good I really can't stay. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside. <laughs> you know, I just love, like, man, could you just imagine what it'd be like to, I think you'd be a better leader. Okay. Hey, welcome back. Everybody that leans into the subject of leadership with us. This is Leadership Lean In, where we are promising progress. We cannot promise perfection, but gosh dang it. <laughs> by golly. Oh, guy, by gosh, by golly. He's doing it. He's doing it. It's time for progress. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot promise perfection. We are trying to promise a little bit of progress. We're leaning in. Mm. We're not leaning out. Leaning out is like crossing your arms. Show me what you got. The embodiment of arrival. Lean in's like student, man. Yeah. Lifelong learners. So welcome to the pod. Thank you to everyone that likes, subscribes, comments, shares, all of the above. Means the world to us. And when I say us, I see, I, I, I'm representing these three people right here in this room. <laughs> April, Nate Dog, and myself. It's us against the world. <laughs> us against the world. <laughs> um, I want to let you know, uh, leaners, we have just released new music. New music is out song mm -hmm. called clarity check that out also we are asking you to speak into our 100th episode yes currently you are vibing you are on a run to you are in the car listening you know what i saw a screenshot this morning did you see this no 6 30 in the morning let me grab my phone I'll show you a photo 6 30 in the morning a group of high schoolers were around a coffee shop no and they are watching leadership lean in before they went to high school not real 6 30 leadership with a group of high schoolers watching leadership lean in wow you know who posted this no michael sexton remember michael Get sexton out of here. He, well, he was doing this when he was in high school when he was in, in high person. school he used to attend a leadership class we did called elc yep emerging leaders class 
And now this ELC, one, two, three, four, five, six students before high school Unreal. watching Leadership Leaning. That is so cool. That means the world. I mean, I just, I had to screenshot it because I go, that, that, that's just, that's crazy, man. <laughs> so episode number 95, maybe you're vibing in an early morning uh, Starbucks vibe. Uh, maybe you're on a run, whatever you are. Can you let us know what should we do? What do you think for episode 100? Mm. The 100th episode of Leadership Leaning will be of epic, epic proportions. The amount of wisdom that will be distilled out of the dispensary of wisdom. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, I will be interviewing somebody then. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do ten hour episode. You know. So yeah, we're doing a marathon. A marathon. Like lean like, in. like the guys at Elevation when they do like seventy two hours straight. We're gonna do yeah. something crazy. I want to do. I I kind of I'm kind of feeling pop up. I don't know why. Like maybe it's because we haven't done one in a while. But we did a Fairfax pop up that was oh. out of this world. When I released the book Faith, Faith for Ford Future. Future, we did that pop-up memory. Mm -hmm. We interviewed Jerry Lorenzo. Like, I love a good pop-up. It's got the merch. It's got the lighting. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a pop-up. I don't know. Dude, the world is our oyster. But we want your feedback. We yeah. want to know, should we do this episode in Texas? Ooh. I threw out Jackson Hole mm -hmm. last time. Should we, should we take it back to our roots of Seattle? Wow. Pike no. Place Market. Yeah, in the market with the fish. Should we go to, like, I, I think I said the Bahamas? Mm. You never know. We could be right here in Los Angeles. I don't know. I need your feedback. I need you to speak into this. So while you're listening to Clarity and Leadership Leaning, be thinking, what should we do? And let's just, let's, by the way, all of this is just an excuse to get together. Yep. I've always thought that albums, uh, uh, books, they're just excuses to party. That's it. Party with a purpose. Yep. I always want to throw a big party. A birthday? Let's throw a party. Mm. It's just an excuse to, to, come on, let's turn up the music. Let's Celebrate. Dance. Let's eat cake. Come on. So we're going to do that. If they want to give feedback. Let's, let's, let's just decide here. We'd love to hear on social. We would love for you to comment on the podcast or the YouTube. Let us know on any place that we can see a comment. I was going to say we're, we'll send a little survey maybe in the leadership email amazing plug nate dog that was sensational segue to promote the leadership email <laughs> we send out once a week an email that has leadership stuff and we're going to be sending you in the email what should we do for the 100th episode so mm. please let us know okay today we're talking about six things that strong people do mm. and remember kind of the goal is to not be weak now I say that in context because we all have weaknesses. Yeah. We all human. There's no superheroes in leadership. People relate actually more with your weaknesses than, than they do your strengths. So there's a part of leadership that needs authenticity. Right. You got to be genuine. You got to be honest. You got to be transparent. Uh, what is that? The whole whole thing. I'm I'm hot, honest, open, transparent. <laughs> I never heard that. Yeah. It's a whole saying. It's a whole deal. <laughs> These people and their acronyms. It's a lot. But um, my point is... Um, you, you need to be in in order to be great i think that you need to be known for strength mm, yeah you know it's like um if you're a battleship you just keep going you can take hits mm -hmm. you're not thrown by this that and the other we're gonna get into it but it's like 
this is what strong leaders do. And I think that you should be strong, strong in your convictions, strong in your values, strong in your disciplines mm-hmm. you're known for strength. Weak leaders to me are just led by emotions. They're led by the latest trend or fad. Right. It's like, I'm fighting this AI thing. It's everybody's doing it. I'm like, I just can't, I can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it. I'll send you yours, but you can't do it. No, you can't do it because of weak. <laughs> I, if I jump in right now, I feel weak. Oh, come on. Okay, I'm taking a little extreme. Okay. But you understand what I'm yeah, saying. You know, no, you yeah, I do. I weak, do. weak to me is just going like, dude, you, you were so shook by their comment. Right. It's to me, from a biblical standpoint, it's watching Elijah run from Jezebel. Yep. That's a weak leader. Yep. Which God can restore and God can work with still and God can speak to and, and clearly. And strengthen. Yeah. And strengthen. You know, so it's like if you're weak, if you have weaknesses, welcome to the club. We're trying to strengthen. So and good. we're trying to be inspired by leaders that are strong. Here's six things strong leaders do. Number one is they move on. Mm. They don't waste time feeling sorry for themselves. I, I, I said it before, but nobody out there feels sorry for you. And if they <laughs> happen to feel sorry for you, it is a fleeting moment of sympathy or pity. They, they, they don't, they, nobody's at home thinking about you. Right. I don't know how to break that to you. You know, it's like it, it, my dad, when I was in third grade, gave me a pen to put on my jacket and the pen read legend in his own mind. <laughs> no. Yeah. And he was basically saying like, dude, you're a legend in your mind, but in everybody else's mind, you're just a dude. It's iconic. You're just a guy. Yeah. So strong leaders go, you know what? I, there's no reason to cry over spilled milk. Yep. It's spilled. It's gone. It's dead. It's done. It's this. It's that. It's just, I got to move on. Mm -hmm. And and, and to me, I think greatness is going like, I'm not against anybody, but I'm just, I got to move on. Yeah. I don't have to make, I I think that you get yourself in trouble if everything's black and white. Right. Most of leadership in life is in a gray. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's in a mystery. It's in a, who knows? It's in a, I don't have control, but I have to have the resolve to go, I'm moving on. I'm closing this chapter. We I referenced this book before, but one that brought great liberty to me, liberty to me, uh, from Dr. Henry Cloud was necessary endings. And necessary endings to me helps me move on. Right. I gotta move on. Right. And so maybe you're a journaler. You need to journal all the things you need to move on from. That's great. You know, you need to identify really what's holding me back. Why am I not stepping into everything that this next season has presented itself? I gotta figure out how to move on and by the way not move on with junk and garbage and yeah. criticism yeah. and you know it's like i gotta the whole thing about leading is leading from a place of purity mm-hmm. clean hands pure heart pure motives clean agendas no strings attached That's to right. do that i've got to move on and my hands are clean mm. my heart is clean i don't hold any animosity for you know it's like to me, one of the one of the greatest examples of this in the Bible is a guy named Joseph. And I don't think Joseph is in prison flourishing and holding on to offenses from Potiphar's house. Right, right. I don't think he's in Potiphar's house crushing it and talking all the time about what happened in the pit. Yep. So you got to just every season learn how to move on. So good. I'm not in the pit anymore. Thank God I'm in the palace. Yep. I'm not in the prison anymore. You, you got to just thank God for where I am. Strong leaders do that. Here's the second thing they do. They embrace change. Change going to come, nephew. Change going to happen. Life is change. Yeah. Growth is optional. Choose wisely. I think great leaders, they welcome the challenges that come with change. Mm-hmm. I saw a great clip uh, today. 
and the guy was talking about the difference between your hustle grind mode and your CEO mode. And a lot of leaders can't make the transition because they love the grind and they love the hustle and they can't transition over to now empowering Mm. and equipping and releasing. And it's a total different, the mindset's different. Yeah. And the work ethic stays the same, but, but, but the application, but but the application of it is is totally adjusted. And I, I love that, that language there, because I think, you know, we all have challenges, but the biggest challenge you have is the change that you're experiencing. It's really good. You know, it's like uh, I heard Craig or shell say, we're all responding to one of four things. You're responding to adversity, change, success, or failure. But you have to respond to these four things. Wow. And so how am I responding to the success that I have? But more importantly, all that's changed in my life. It's like the different iterations of your company, the different iterations of your church, the different iterations of your children. My kids aren't the same they were as a year ago. Yeah. You know, and they're evolving constantly. Yep. They're physically changing they're they're they're, as as students their academia is changing right right their 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 um ability to to process information and regurgitate it yep it's unbelievable how fast they're changing and if you realize your whole life around you is changing Mm. strong leaders don't bucket or fight it or resent it or hate it they don't fall in love with this iteration they're open to the next yeah in the the type of change you're talking about it's it's important to know as leaders you got to be okay with change in that looks like growth. If you change and you go backwards, it's the wrong type of change to embrace. It's the, growing in your convictions. Grow, yeah. That's the bottom line is you can change for the worse. Yeah. Or you can change for the better. And, and um, you know, the reality is, is that I think you have to be careful to not let people change you because that's, that's called being influenced. Yeah. Wow. You know, like I, I, that's why, you know, it's like, don't let your mentors choose you. You choose them. Hello. You, I don't, I don't, I don't let my influences choose me. Mm. I choose what I watch as, as far as entertainment. I choose what I listen to. So good. I choose who I read. Yep. I choose who speaks into my life. And I'm aware that if I allow them, they could be a total influence for catastrophe in my life. Yeah. And so I would not allow it. Do, do you have people that you've maybe allowed to influence you and you realize, even if it's for the good, you go like, Ooh, oh. they have a little bit too much influence on me, oh. you know? As a grown man. Like, do you do you have any checks for that? Or is it's like... I think the check that you have to have that I have experienced and had to reconcile is anytime I have a check that this is not going to be fruitful. Mm. That their way of... Handling money, handling conflict, handling their spouse, handling their children, handling relationships, handling influence is reckless. Wow. So it might look or appear sexy. It's like, to me, it's like revenge. Mm. Sounds so cool. Yeah. It's so not. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't. It just kills both of you. It's just. It takes you both out. But but the world's like, yes. Mm -hmm. And wisdom's like, no. Wow. So the way that I try and monitor that is going like, is what they're doing because wisdom yields fruit. Wisdom, the result of wisdom is fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. So I have to be very careful. Is the advice that I'm following here or the person I'm allowing influence me, will this result in great fruitfulness? Yeah. Or will it result in curiosity, questioning? It's like, huh, I don't know. 
I don't think that's I don't <laughs> I don't think we should be talking about that people group that way. Yeah. Yep. I don't I don't know. Maybe we I don't think we should post about that. Mm. I don't think that's you know, it's like because yep. yep. I because I, I know there's no fruit to it. So I've yep. got to be very careful. Change is going to come. I'm going to change. You're going to change. April's going to change. Everybody, everything's going to change. And I've got to hold life like this mm. and invite the change, not yeah, resist the change. Here's the third thing is that they stay happy. <laughs> they don't waste energy on things they can't control. Wow. I, I, I have found that the times that I am most frustrated and upset is because I can't control something. And you become a control freak because you love the things you can control. Right. And you just can't handle it when you, you know, that's the quickest way to lose your joy. The quickest way to lose your joy is to try and have control over everything because in reality, you don't. Yeah. I can't control people. Nope. I can't control outcomes. I can't control money. I can't control, I have such little control. It's insane. Today, you should wake up to the reality. You are not in control. <laughs> but you know what? That brings great levity. Right. And great. What, what do I have control over? My attitude. Yep. My effort. Yep. But 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 I think the happy people to me have totally just found a way to start living with an open hand. Yeah. Unhappy t people to me have a clenched, clenched fist. And they're like, I'm going to force it. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to drive it. I'm going to, it's going to grow. It's going to. How happy are you? Mm. You know, um, I always think back to the story. There was a pastor that was close to my father growing up. Great guy. Gregarious. I always thought he reminded me of Jim Carrey. Wow. And he got really serious. Mm. It's like when LeBron went to Miami and became a villain that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, dude, that doesn't work. Yeah. You're happy. Right, right. That's you, not you. You just You're not the heel. You just passed Magic Johnson for most assists, six most assists ever in the history of NBA. You're 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 a sharing guy. Yeah. So so this guy, he got really bogged down. And his he's putting his his kids to bed one night and his boy says to him, he says he's putting his kid down. And his son says, Dad, how come you don't smile that much anymore? Jeez. Could you imagine your kid saying, Dad, how come you're not that happy? What happened? I think what happens is we want to be such great leaders that we think that that has to equal so much control. It doesn't. Mm-mm. You got to lead, you got to serve, you got to give, you got to be a good steward, you got to do all that stuff. I'm not talking about being lazy. I'm talking about hard stuff now. Yeah. I'm talking about strength. What is real strength? Real strength is saying, I don't control you. You make your own decisions. You're a grown man. You're a grown woman. You're going to do a great job, and I'm going to try and do a great job. And together, because we've relinquished control, and we're only going to try and control what we actually have control Truly over. Truly can control, Yeah. Then, then that brings great happiness. And I, I think that's strength. Strength to me is not anger or, or, or drive. Strength to me is levity. I think if you would have met the greatest leader in the history of the world, his name is Jesus. The greatest leader in the, in the history of the world, this man, Jesus, I think you would have been shocked at the levity that exuded from him. Right. The lightness. Right. Yeah. So he invites us to come learn from me. Yep. I won't put anything 
ill-fitting, anything heavy, mm. anything burdensome. Yep. So if he's not putting that on us, why are we putting that on us? So good. I, I think we got to be careful. The fourth thing is they're kind. They're fair and they're unafraid to speak up. They're kind, they're fair, and they're unafraid to speak up. So you can't be a great leader and not have a backbone. Yeah. You got you to gotta, you gotta speak up. You got to say stuff. You got to, you gotta, you know, if you hear something, you see something, you got to say something. You know, but they're but 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 they're also fair. Fairness to me is 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 having the ability to bring great judgment. So the scales are never going to be even in life for any of us. They're not. Right. They're not even scales. Right. They're just. They're just. Life's not fair. Life is not fair. But I can be fair because mm. I'm not life. I'm a leader. I'm yeah. a human. Yeah. Wow. So life is not fair. It's not fair that that, that single mom is by herself. Yep. It's not it's not fair that that person got 10 times more talent than I did. That's not fair. Right. <laughs> they can sing the Christmas jingle. So life's not fair, but yeah. I I have to be fair. Mm. To the best of my ability. Even as I operate in favor and yeah. and, God, and God gives you a heartstring for certain people, I still to the best of my ability have to be fair with people. What happens I think in leadership is we create a world of double standards. And that hypocrisy will eventually get you to be resented. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask this question. Are, as a leader, are you fair from person to person or from circumstance to circumstance? I think it has to be both. It has to be a mixture of both. I think it has, you have to start with the heart set. I want to, I want to treat everybody with fairness. Mm. That's fair. It's fair compensation. So in other words, I can't have one person. I was like, boom. And everybody else down here. Yeah. It's, it's fair. It's fair yeah. rate. It's fair for the position. Fair for what's going on. Fair where, where we're at. It's fairness. Yeah. To the best of our ability. You know what I mean? And that that starts with, going back to the first part, kindness. Mm. Kindness rules. You lead from kindness. You got to have... And by the way, being nice and kind are two different things. Totally. Nice is... That's like Southern hospitality. Yeah. That's manners. It's manners. Yeah. yeah. Which we, I want you to be nice. Of course. Of course. But kindness is a is a heart issue. Yeah. It's a spirit. It's 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 saying, I, 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 I value other people so I treat them with kindness. There's empathy when it comes with yeah. kindness. It, 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 yeah. That one, one is lip service. The other is heart service. Mm. That's the way Hello. to delineate between the two. So kindness, fairness. And out of that, it allows me to speak up. Because I love you, I say something. Because I love you, I want to serve you. And so I think strong leaders always do this. I, I, you very rarely meet a, a, a phenomenal strong leader that's just a total jerk. Right. And if they are, you're like, oh man. It's the kind of, it's like the whole saying, like, don't meet your don't meet your heroes. Yeah. You're gonna get disappointed. What yeah. if you met your hero and you're like, dang, you're so kind. <laughs> totally. Like that guy's winning. Yeah, yeah. That's to me where I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, genuinely, it's not, it's not something you're putting on. Yeah. Like you're just actually, that's who you are. When I get around the best of the best of the best, I could tell this, this is not a switch they turn on. Yeah. It's who they are. Exuding from their character and their nature. Five, they take risk. They're risk takers. And I love this one because strength is not playing it safe. Strength to me is calculating and then taking the risk. Yep. So the wise man considers the cost. The idiot does not consider. Mm. I don't know how much this is going to cost me. Right. I don't know. I didn't realize how many hours this would take. Yep. I didn't realize how long this was going to go. I don't, you know, it's like we're, I, we're in a renovation project on a building. 
I am I'm, I'm right after we record this podcast, I'm gonna get on Zoom, and I'm going to for the fourth or fifth time walk through the budget again. Right. Why? Because if I'm gonna build it, I gotta keep considering the risk. Right. Right. I haven't spent the money to do it yet, except for on design and architects, but it's constant considering how much this is going to cost me. It's good. Okay, I'm ready to take the risk. Yep. So you you you, you can't be great and, and, and play it safe. You can't be great and stay at home on the couch. You can't. It's, it's it's why you're gonna if you keep playing it safe, you're gonna be in the crowd pretty soon watching the game. Mm. So you, let me ask you a question: wow. You want to be in the game? You want to be in the crowd? It's really good. You want to be criticizing everybody trying to play the game? Or do you want to be playing the game, making the mistakes? So risk taking is leadership. You yep. cannot, and and from a, a a faith perspective, you're a faith person on this podcast. One of my favorite scriptures I hold on to: a man with a savior is willing to take a risk. That is just good language. A man with a savior is willing to take a risk. And when you do, when you consider that all that we have, how could I not? Yeah. Yep. I got. I got. I got. I got to. I gotta walk on water, like Pete, for a second. Yeah, I gotta take the risk. Let's Even just see. if you sink, at least you walked on. Let, let's yeah. just let's just see. Yep. Let's. I, I maybe, maybe we can't feed all these people, but I, this is what I got. I got a little bit of fish, a little bit of bread. What do you want to do? Yep. I'm willing to take the risk to even ask. Love that. So I think you got to take a risk. And last one, number six, they celebrate other people's success. They're not threatened by the success of others. And what happens to a lot of leaders is they want their own star to shine and nobody else. Mm. And they are threatened by the light of others. Jeez. They insecurity or weakness. Weak leaders think if you're shining, I'm I'm dimming. If your your light is shining bright, that means I'm getting dark. Mm. Who told you that? Right. That you shining bright, April, or you shining bright now, that never makes me dark. Yep. That doesn't touch my light at all. Yep. Strong leaders are not threatened by the success of others. They applaud it. They uh, celebrate it. They invite it. They know that their winning actually helps them win. Uh, from from my in my little cul-de-sac, if a, another church does great, it helps me. Mm. If another church fails and does something stupid, it hurts me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I need people to win. Yeah. I need other authors to win and podcasts to win. So you, we we celebrate, and again, we're talking about strong leaders. They're not weak and right. they're not insecure. Right. Insecurity cannot. There. The, the problem with jealous people. Jealousy says to God, "I'm angry at you, because you gave them." what I've always wanted. Jeez. And that is a scary place. Yeah. I think confidence and gratitude and security says, thank God for what you've given me. And I'm so happy for them. So good. Could you imagine just living your life happy for others? <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm happy. Yeah. You got a Tesla? Man, Let's go. You went viral? Praise God. Yeah. You signed a deal? This is amazing. Cause And I, and I think all of it is so sovereign to me. Mm. you can't tell me God's not watching it. It's, it's the same way I see my kids. You're telling me that when I took what your brother to target and I got him a toy and I took him out to ice cream, and brought him home and you gave him a high five. That doesn't make me want to do that for you. Right. You can't tell me that's not so connected. Good. Yep. It's all connected. Yep. So we want to be strong and not weak. Remember, we're just leaning in. We're just trying to get a little bit better. We're not promising perfection, but today, we're promising progress. Love you.